0: this message is moving moving this message is moving moving this message is moving moving this message is moving it's beat
1: All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of The Message is Moving, where we break generation curses one day at a time. On this episode, we are breaking a generation curse of poor fitness when it comes to health in our communities. So today's guest, we got a certified personal trainer. We go way back. Like, I think even daycare way back. But I don't want to tell our age too much. But (laughs) she's the owner of Q.E. Fitness, LLC. And if you go through her workout, you'll be choosing violence because you will be bodied by Tracy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Trinity McNeil. Hi. Hello.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
1: Not a problem. And yeah, because, we, like I said, we do go way back, but you definitely made a lot of progress and definitely making a lot of strides in exercising and this fitness journey, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Something I'm passionate about, and uh, it's been a dream of mine. So.
1: Started pursuing it, so just on my way now. Got it. So, in terms of that, you said it's been a dream of yours, and you know, we, we kind of g- we grew up in the same area, right? We came up in that
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the country where generations are flavorful, but sometimes unhealthy eating. Sometimes in our community,
0: very so.
1: Myself. Right. So, what made you become more like health conscious?
0: Really, just wanting to. Um, be more present. Um for my kids, I have two daughters. And mm-hmm. um, you know, the older we get, we don't really think about that so much. But I started thinking like, you know, something were to happen to me. You know, of course I had family that I know would take care of them, but who's gonna be better to take care of them other than me. I'm their mom. You know, I know them best. So um as I got older I noticed, you know, a lot of things started to change my body. I didn't have as much energy. I would be tired. Um, I wasn't eating well, just different things that, um, you know, you start to notice a decline. So I wanted to change that. And also my weight, um, I wasn't happy with my weight. So I knew that I had to start eating healthier and working out and it just went from there. I really just wanted to make a change to be healthier, um, better woman, better mom for my kids, honestly.
1: Absolutely. And not only that, but teaching your kids to kind of continue that trend going forward, right, of healthy eating and being more mindful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And at our house, everybody eats healthy, (laughs) honestly. Um, You know, we 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 still have snacks and we're not like, you know, overly obsessed with it or anything but we're definitely more on the healthier side we drink water most of the time we cook our meals Uh, we don't eat out too too often um and when we do we try to make good decisions um you know every once in a while they love mcdonald's all kids love mcdonald's so they'll grab that but that's very (laughs) it's not often it's not often at all
1: right so in regards to that right when you decided to make that that change and flip that switch to be more healthy, um, what year was that? And what was like your initial challenges that you experienced when you flipped that switch?
0: I really started in 2016, honestly. Um, it's very off and on, though. Um, I would go to the gym once a week. Uh, I wouldn't go again for another two weeks. Um, mm. It's very off and on. Uh I didn't really get serious about it until I started to notice the uh positive mental effects that it had for me. Um you know, the older you get, you you deal with more life, you got more responsibilities. So, right. working out was a way to de-stress. Um it helped me, you know, stay in a more positive mindset and then also I could see the changes that it was having on my body. So, that helped me to continue with it, but 2016, very often on 2017 was when I decided to get more serious about it. Um, 2018, I decided I wanted to be a trainer. I, I realized that I had a passion for it, and I wanted to share that with others. And I've just been pursuing that ever since.
1: Now, there's two important things I really want to expound on that you just said. Um, the first thing that everybody can relate to, because sometimes when you just see the results, the outside looking in people are thinking like you just went in and just killed it but everybody had that moment where it was like you start you stop discouraged and it wasn't a perfect journey so Um, i glad you put that part right because some people they work out i'm like man i can't do it and it's like we all experienced that that's very relatable right
0: yeah definitely um i talk about that a lot I try to be very transparent about my story because it is something everybody goes through. A lot of people think that, oh, you know, when they first start out, that it's going to be this easy journey and it's just going to be easy throughout. And I'm like, no, when you start, you're going to stop and you're going to run into roadblocks. Life's going to change. Things are going to come about and you're going to want to quit or give up, but you got to keep pushing. You know, that's where I come into play. But preparing people for those times is one of the biggest things. And One of, I would say, the biggest advantages that I have as a trainer is that I get to help them through those times because they're going to come. And it's very hard to to get back going once you stop because you feel like, oh, I'm starting over again. But you're not really starting over. You're just starting again.
1: Right. And that second thing that you mentioned that was important is you didn't just, a lot of people, I won't say a lot, but there are some people that feel that everybody that exercise or out is all about the aesthetics or how they look. But you pointed out, it's also a great outlet like for your mental health. Um, can you talk more about that aspect of it? Was it just like a good release from stressful days or being able to maybe sleep better or the feeling of being accomplished? Can you kind of like elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah,
0: absolutely. It was all of that. It was everything. Um, stressful days, um, adulthood, work, um, the accomplishment factor, like being able to be productive and get something done. Too often as adults, you know, we always have all these things to do and nothing that we really did for ourselves. We could really say, oh, I did this for me today and only you. And Mm -hmm. that's something that, you know, as a parent, I have two daughters, you know, single mom, two daughters. Of course, I have, you know, help from family and and friends and stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm mean, their sole caretaker. So when it's like that, you don't really get to do much for yourself, especially when you work full time. So when you could actually take 30 minutes to an hour and really do something for yourself and, you know, go hard, put a lot of your energy into it, and you start to see the results, it, it feels amazing. It gives you uh, a a lot of confidence boosts, like a major confidence booster, So, it, which helps you in your everyday life outside of just working out. So, you know, it's like a trickle effect. If you start working out, you start to feel better. If you start to feel better, you start to do better <laughs> in every aspect. Absolutely. So I slept better. Um, I was more focused. I obviously was more productive. Um, really everything. I started to be able to work through things that might have, uh, I might not have been able to work through prior to like things that would call me cause me stress didn't stress me out anymore. I was able to um, you know, release negative energy easier. I'll go in the gym. Um if I'm not having a good day, I'll go in the gym for an hour I'll run and feel amazing afterwards. Not only would I feel amazing, but I was really turning my body into what I imagined that I would want to look like. So yeah, the aesthetics is a part of it, but the the mental stability that working out brings is unmatched by anything.
1: I agree. Like the NFL Hall of Famer Deion Sanders always say, when you look good, you feel good.
0: Mm-hmm. When you feel good, you're going to do good.
1: <laughs> there you go. So when it comes to statistics and why this is so important, important because black women are at particularly higher risk for heart disease and strokes, as referenced on an article on fortune.com, which I believe they got their data from CDC.gov. And we know that a way to combat these diseases is through exercise. And a large part that many are not excited about is diet and dieting. So, what does your diet consist of, and how do you meal prep if you do meal prep?
0: Um, I to say that i diet i tell um tell clients and i tell people all the time diet is more so something temporary something that you're gonna do for a period of time like you really gotta get into just a healthier lifestyle so mm-hmm. you know i still eat pretty much the same things I, I actually eat a lot when you when you work out a lot and you do um strength training uh the way i do you you're hungry a lot <laughs> so mm-hmm. i eat a good bit. um it's just about what I eat so you know sugars we don't I don't consume a lot of sugar right um I drink Mm -hmm. mostly water um the things that I eat I I use seasoning but I use try to use more natural natural seasons and a lot of fruits and veggies are self-flavored I don't add a lot to my food and because I'm preparing at home I control what's going into it so if I want to uh, bacon, mac and cheese, I can do that because I just made it at home. I can control what's in it versus having, you know, a pound of butter in it and the whole thing of cheese, I can kind of control it. No, it might not be what I'm used to, but your taste buds do adjust and it's better for you so you're still able to eat how you want to eat, but just in, you know, a healthier version. And so it works, you know, for me and my family, it works. Um, but we still, you know, Sunday dinner we'll have we don't really eat a lot of fried food. We use the air fryer a lot. So, but baked, um, we saute a lot. We'll stew things. Um, but just fresh. We go, we, we buy a lot of fresh food. So, unprocessed. So, we're cooking it ourselves. And, you know, that's what your body needs. Food is medicine <laughs> for real. So, Absolutely. if you're consuming the right things, and, and you know, your body's going to naturally just, you know, help you on your weight loss
1: journey. It's just going to naturally help you. I definitely agree. Your body will definitely adjust, not only the taste buds, but it's like a machine. And I think we definitely underestimate how much our body can do. Sometimes we just lose control or we just have this factor that, you know what, Um, I'm starving, or I'm this, or I'm that. My body can never get used to that based on how I used to eat or how I want to eat. But like you said, your taste buds will adjust because our time frame is pretty similar. I know in 2017, I got serious with being more health conscious and working out. Um, my route was a little different. I actually tried the whole plant-based route. And mm-hmm. even then, there's still an unhealthy way to do that because here I tried plant-based. I was eating all the alternative meat. But that's not always good because it's still processed. And I'm getting all this wow. protein bars that's high in sugar alcohol. And now I'm up to like 230 which is at my heaviest but when I actually factor in I do intermittent fasting but I actually limit my sugar intake and I dropped like 40 pounds and that was like the huge thing right. really the sugar right. so I definitely agree it's more so adjusting and I'm glad you um, you mentioned that because when people hear the word diet it's like a trigger word for a lot of people diet <laughs> you know but like you said when you strength train you're going to eat a lot. People think we just starve ourselves when you go to that gym. That's not the case.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in regards to that, well, to to piggyback off that, right, what is your philosophy? I know you say you don't do it often. What's your philosophy on cheap days? Because someone can listen to this or try in their journey, and, they and they'll do a great job until they probably have a social setting and get invited to dinner and they see everybody eating what they're eating, and all of a sudden that salad don't look as appealing. So what's your philosophy on cheap days and how many? Some people take their cheap days and turn into a cheap week sometimes.
0: Yeah, I I think in the beginning, I I, I don't think it's appropriate to be honest with you. I think it's um, too much of a temptation to do when you're first starting out, and You really gotta be disciplined. So until you build up that tolerance to be able to do that, it's just best to not have that because once you do it and you think you're a little bit further along, you think you can handle it, and then next thing you know you can't, and then next thing you know you fell off and now it's been a week, two weeks when you could really just skip that day, you know, and and instead of having a cheat day, have things in moderation. So um I like to look at it as a rewards base, right? So I used to eat candy all the time. Candy. I love a Reese's, right? It's like of my favorite thing to eat. And I would have one every day. But what was the purpose of me having one is just to have it. Um, so now I might have me a Reese's cup when I accomplish something. Like what did I do to earn this? Um, so more of that on that basis, especially in the beginning. And, and then start to like once you're Really disciplined with it, like once you can go out and, and decide to eat something healthy and not be tempted to like, oh, I'm gonna get this now. Once you can do that, then you can start to switch it up a little bit. But in the beginning, I think it's important to keep it on the straight and narrow path because you can you can get you know get off track real easy uh, with a cheat day, calling it a cheat day, and then you know next thing you know, you ain't you're not even like on that same journey no more. You're doing something different.
1: Right, and then you have some people who look forward to the cheat days, more than they look forward than the progress of working out. I think that's mm-hmm. detrimental as well.
0: Yeah, now you're creating a, a negative thought process towards eating healthy because it's almost like you're punishing yourself. You're not punishing yourself by eating healthy. You're you're really doing something positive for your body, so you really got to look at it that way. So if you are looking at it like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait till this time because I can eat what I want to eat your mind is going to naturally be trained to think, okay, I don't want that. You know, I don't want this. I really want that. So, you're doing yourself a disservice by looking at it like that. Um, by by creating that, you know, space in your mind for, your, for yourself to be like, okay, well, at least on Saturday I get to eat what I want. Well, no, you get to eat what you want every day. You need to eat something that your body actually needs, um, that your body is going to help you get stronger and be healthy. So, you really gotta change your mind and how you view food and how you look at you know what you are putting in. Instead of saying, "Oh, you know, I don't want this salad. I am tired of eating the salad." You know, switch it up, eat something else that's healthier, but appreciate the salad, appreciate the fact that that salad is giving you everything your body needs and is aiding you on your your healthy lifestyle and helping you to not develop those chronic diseases that you know all too well in our you know our culture. That's just the thing. And like everybody is, you know, most people are dying from that. Majority of the people, uh, I'm going to say black people because, you know, we black, <laughs> um, die from chronic chronic diseases. And and it's because we think like, oh, I got time. I got time. I got time. But it's really like, you know, by the time you're 40, 50, that stuff is added up, you know, and it's hard to change your eating habits at that age, because you've been eating like that all your life, so it's extremely hard, and the damage is done, so why not try to work on preventing it versus uh, trying to fix it after the fact?
1: Of course. And to your point, um, they actually have stats that reflect that younger people of color are getting those diseases that was usually shown, like, around age 50. And I've seen that personally with some friends in our 30s. They're already taking medicine for high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, more acid reflux cases. So already it's kind of like we're trending backwards in some sense where those preventable diseases. It's like, well, I ain't going to worry about that until I get up in age. Well, it actually happened a little earlier for some people.
0: Yeah. Um, and we're up in age. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly,
1: we're up in age. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I guess also, it's a, we're, that, we're in that weird time frame where we're definitely up in age, but we're still considered a quote unquote middle child. We're in that middle region, right? Mm-hmm. And I think also the lifestyle changes too of careers. You have more careers now, people are, let's say, call centers, especially with remote living. I think dieting is extremely more important because now you're at home.
0: yeah, And you're not
1: probably as active. So you're going to see more cases where your body's going to respond way different. And you realize, well, father time is undefeated. But it's also what I'm putting in. You don't have to beat father time because you can't. But you can. You don't have to help and win either.
0: Correct. Right. I agree.
1: So, and when we're talking about history, we know that historically, right, we had European-centric features was considered the standard. Even back in the day, during the menstrual show era, you had curves of black women that been used against us, where the images were shown unappealing. And the time has definitely changed, because now, of all nationalities, you have a woman that's going for a more curvy look now, where that probably wasn't as appealing centuries ago, or even decades ago. So, you having clients, I'm sure, as a woman, right? You have clients come up to you and say, Hey, I wanna lose weight, but I don't want to lose my curves. So yeah, what is your sure. message to those women or how do you respond to that? Cause I'm I'm sure that's a pretty um, common thing to ask or request.
0: That's that's definitely a common question. Um, I, I am I was that woman. <laughs> mm. So honestly because you know like obviously when you want to, when you look at yourself, you want to see yourself how you want to see yourself. So that's important. Um, and you know, I'm very honest with my, my clients. I I let them know, you know, we can, we can lose weight one or two ways. We can focus on losing the weight and do it pretty quickly with, um, you know, doing a lot of cardio and, you know, a pretty strict diet or intermittent fasting, however you want to call it, or we can take it a little bit slower and, do that same thing, but incorporate, you know, strength training, body weight exercises that are going to allow us to, you know, build muscle and tone at the same time. However, the weight loss, um, takes a little bit longer, you know, and it's, it's not that you're not making progress, but you're, you're building muscle, losing fat. So the, the number on the scale won't always drop as quickly as some may like. So I really give that option in the beginning I set expectations. I let them know what it looks like. Um, and then we go from there. So most of my clients, I would say, are more focused on getting healthier. But that's definitely a question that I get all the time from a lot of women. A lot of people will um, inbox me, ask me questions, you know, like, how can I get my stomach flat? Or how can I keep my curves? I've been working out, but my um, my butt's starting to get flat. And, you know, it's something that happens. It happened to me. Um, in the beginning, I, I wanted to run and I used to run a lot and I started to lose everything. However, because of the the training and the, um, the schooling that I was doing, I knew that I just needed to, you know, incorporate more strength training to build that back up. So I can show examples of myself to, you know, individuals so that they see like it's possible, like you you can do it. It just depends on how you wanna do it. What what are you gonna be more comfortable with what's more important to you right now is is how I like to play with that question. It's you know, it's as as a woman, you know, that's that's important for us is to make sure our body is the way we want it to be, whether you want it curvy, whether you don't wanna be curvy, whatever it is that you want your body to look like, I'm here to aid. Um, there's no one size fit all for women in Right. you know it's really just important that what, what are you comfortable
1: with whatever you're comfortable with that's what I'm here to assist you with. right that's a good message and that's good feedback. So let me ask you this even when you were starting your journey I know you help people but were you a client at one time for someone else or did you have like different YouTube videos or or certain uh, fitness figures to look up to when you started how did you really what helped you getting going? Basically.
0: Uh, I've never had um, a trainer specifically. I really just did a lot of research. Um, I'm the type of person where I'm going to go and learn how to do it. Once I want to do something, it's just better for me to try to do it on my own and then get assistance. So I do follow a lot of fitness enthusiasts online, um, a lot of trainers online, and I get inspiration from them. Um, but a lot of my... A lot of what i know came from when going through my certification so I, I got a lot of information from that but as far as you know keeping it new interesting um i, I follow a good bit of enthusiasts online um god body tealy is one of them she I, I really love her i like how she's very transparent with her mm-hmm. following um she's on instagram and she had a baby about a year ago, and she's been uh, documenting her transformation. So I love how she's showing women, you know, you, you can go from, you know, having a baby to snap snapping back um, within the time frame and doing it the natural way. You don't have to, you know, go and do things like you can just work out and eat healthy and get your body back the way you want it to. Um, I follow uh, Q. I, I really love her. She, I was watching her for a while, and she does a lot of the type of exercises that I like to do. But she's pretty petite, but she is strong, you know, lifting weights, right. stuff like that. So I'm encouraged by those uh, type of people who are very transparent with their journey, and I think it helps people like me that you know are inspired and want to train, and you know even along with my clients to see that you know the journey is a journey. You know, you can see it. And when you start watching those people, you start to get more excited to continue with your journey. So um, a lot of YouTube <laughs>
1: right.
0: uh, following and a lot of research, honestly, and trial and error. Honestly, I'll go in the gym uh, a couple of times a week. Uh, Sundays are my day to work out on my own. I don't train. I just go and have my me time in the gym. And I'll try out different things to, you know, see what muscles is working, uh, how I'm feeling, you know, how is it uh, beginners friendly <laughs> or is it a more advanced? And I'll do that a couple times and then, you know, I might have my cri- my clients try it and see how it goes with them just to kind of test it out. But I really go in there and just play around like a playground.
1: There you go. OK. And. Here's a scenario for you. Started working out, doing pretty decent. Now I have vacation. (laughs) (laughs) I I go on vacation. What should I do? Should I try to plan like everything else while I'm doing vacation, like the restaurants I want to be around in the hotel so I can not fall off too bad? Do I try to make sure that the hotel has a gym? What do you do during vacation and what is your... Um, advice for people going on vacation during their journey?
0: Yep. Um, in the beginning, I said, plan it out. <laughs> plan it out. Plan it out. Make sure you got a plan because if you don't have a plan, uh, you're going to be ordering room service at two o'clock in the morning, eating cheesecake, french fries, right? Um, mm. Make sure you got a plan. Um, really just be mindful. Just, you know, you worked on whatever time frame to get your body right for vacation. You get there and you start eating all, you know, not crazy, but you just completely off track. Just be mindful, like to give yourself some type of room to enjoy. So you're not as strict about it, but just be, try to be mindful. Now after a couple, you know, after a while, you won't have to do that. Like for instance, I just, I went, I went to Atlanta a couple months ago and it was vacation. Um, I, the, the gym was nice. It had a pool. Um, all the restaurants were—they were different, but they had like a plethora of different things. So they didn't really have like fire foods or anything bad at the restaurant for me to right. choose. So everything was pretty good. It was protein. It had salmon, lamb. Um, the veggies were freshly cooked, things like that, right? So that way, even what though I'm was? on vacation... Um, it was called. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember the name of it. It had a weird name. Uh, There was two of them. One of them was like a Mediterranean style in Atlanta. And the Mm -hmm. other one was more like Oriental. And the food was amazing. I can't remember the name of them. Um, Dang, I Got wish you. I could remember that name because it would be amazing people to try out because they're they the, the restaurants were amazing. Like the food was so great, but they were health. They were you know on the healthier side. Um, I still had drinks. Uh, I always tell people like, hey, you know when you want to go out, you want to enjoy like a drink or something. Get you get it straight. Don't mix it. The the mixers have that's where the sugar comes from. Or take shots. Um, one, it'll get you your buzz faster, and you're not gonna want, you're not gonna need to drink as much, so you're not gonna consume as many calories. But you know, enjoy yourself, but be mindful. Um, if you don't want to work out, just try to make sure you are paying attention more to what you eat, because you don't have to work out or do a fun workout. Like if I'm going somewhere, there's a beach, I'm gonna do a workout on the beach, right? You know, I'm already out there and I'm having fun. I might do some yoga or do some meditation by the pool, just something that. Get my blood flow and keep my, you know, get my energy going. It, it really just depends on what I'm doing. But preparing yourself and being mindful, uh, remembering that, you know, I'm on this journey. I didn't do this just for this vacation, just to look good on this vacation. I want to continue to look good on every other one. If you uh-huh. if you remember that, then, you know, it'll be easy to adhere to a program. And honestly, I have, um, I train virtually as well. So a lot of my clients, even when they're on vacation, we still do their virtual sessions because it's only, you know, 30 30 to 45 minutes. Get your workout in and now you go enjoy the rest of your day. So we make it a thing to make sure that we can work out however, whenever there's no time that we can't make it work. If you're if you're dedicated to it so you can work out on vacation, make sure you still get your stuff in, have fun, have have your time with your family and still be dedicated to your um, fitness journey.
1: Great advice and great resource to keep it up during virtual. That's a good point as well. Um, I just thought about this, and I want your opinion on it. Like I I heard you say, and this is true, right? Some people, they work out just for maybe an event, whether it's the wedding, for a vacation, reunion, something like that, right? How does one ensure to keep going? Is is it a quote-unquote, I don't want to say a good idea, but can you see the cons of just working out up to an event. Once they reach that event, wouldn't that motivation could be compromised after they reach that
0: event? Uh, yeah, most definitely, but they're going to remember how great they felt while they were doing it, and then even okay. if they stop, they're going to start again. I, I'll say that. That I, I see that happening a lot. They're going to say, oh, you know, I remember I used to work out for this thing, and I felt so amazing, and I want to feel like that again, so that memory of how great they felt is so gonna be there, they're gonna want that back. You know, so, you know, whether they start today or tomorrow a month, a week, a year, they're gonna always remember those, you know, amazing feelings of how how much they could do, how much energy they had, um, how strong they felt, how confident they felt, how amazing they, they looked. Um, they're gonna remember that, they're gonna wanna get back to it. Cause, you know, the, the exercise and the workout did that for them, so they're gonna at some point get back to it. It's just a matter of when. So I don't really. Good point. Yeah, I, I try to get people back there quicker. However, you know, it's up to them. I'm. I allow people to come and go, right? So because if if they come and go as they please, they're gonna be more come back. So if they're not ready to do it right then. Cool. When you're ready, then you know, get back to it. up am here. So I try to keep that mindset with my clients um and then i i really talk to other people about that it's like you know when
1: you're ready you'll do it right okay and last but definitely not least let's talk about your website and the products that you offer <laughs> you Can you give a breakdown of
0: those yeah so um i'm actually Still working on it a little bit, um, but I do offer shapewear and then I have a few fitness outfits, um, workout outfits that I like to wear. Uh, what you wear definitely makes a difference in how you perform and how you feel while you're doing your exercises. Um, I do like a specific type of workout clothing. Um, I like dry fit. I like something that's going to be fitted. It's going to hold you in. So if you're running, um you can feel more you know tight as is holding you in everything's not moving especially in the beginning um you want to feel secure you don't want to feel like you don't want to feel heavy so if you're heavy you don't want to feel heavy and if you're not heavy you want to feel like okay this is going to help me flex and move around really well so that i can actually get a good full workout on um that's what the clothing and the shit where just things that i've used over the year over the years to help me contour my body the way i want it to be so Mm. um i have a a thigh eraser it's it's a two in one it's a thigh eraser slash a butt lifter so that goes back to the to the woman that doesn't want to lose her curves but wants to tone up you know her her thighs but without losing her butt right so it does wrap around your thighs so to help you sweat there which you know does help you tone. It's like a um, a sweatband and it goes around your lower abs. So it all, all of us want to work on that area. All women <laughs> want to work on that area. So it does um, cover that area, but um, it does leave the butt out. So it doesn't touch that and it's form fitted. So it'll help you with that shape and form. I have a arm eraser, which is a huge thing. A lot of people ask me about because, you know, you have that what they call it back back wings. I think a lot of people call it. <laughs> I, I've yeah, heard I've heard people call it many different things, but we, you know we want to get right. rid of that. But it's hard and if you lift too many weights. Now you're like looking buff, and we don't want that. So just something to help you tone there. Um, I have a waist trainer as well. It's neoprene. It took me a long time to find a waist trainer that I actually like because. I've used uh, some throughout the years, and they were very uncomfortable, and when you're working out, you got to be comfortable. Um, if you're uncomfortable, you're probably not going to continue to do it. You're probably not going to want to do it, and something that wasn't as restricting, so you could still breathe and function while you had it, and I actually found one that I love, so I have that on my website as well, and just, you know, the clothing is it's cute. Uh, I, I I realized that when I had on a cute outfit, I wanted to go out there and, you know, perform well and because I felt good. I knew I looked good. I felt good. So I did better. So that's one of the things that I talk to my female clients about is making sure that, you know, they have on something that they want to wear. Just like if you're going out to a a bar, if you're going out to a social event, you're going to want to look your best Have that same mindset when you go to the gym. Because if, if you look your best, you're going to do your best It's, It's and that's the same as working out. So,
1: Absolutely. It's like a morale booster. Give you that confidence. Mm-hmm. That's
0: why. I, yep.
1: Yep. And on your website, they can also um book sessions as well or to um unless you're a trainer.
0: Um not not on my website, not yet. We're working on that. I actually um book all my sessions uh uh through contact. You can either email me, um through my social media. My assistant actually um handles all of that stuff so she just sends out my schedule every week to my clients. Anybody wants to do virtual, I do personal training sessions. I have group sessions and then I do on Saturdays, I do a Fit Camp that is free um, for my clients and for another group. Um, there's a lady that I know, she's so amazing. Her name is Linda. She started a walking group to just get people more active. And so for her group, they come It's free for anyone else. It's like $10. However, I just wanted to get people more active. Not everybody wants to have like a training session a couple of times a week or not. Everyone's able to make that. People have busy schedules. So that was something that I wanted to do so that I can get people more active. We do mostly mixed cardio, but there's a little bit of training. I'm talking to them about, you know, how to eat, how to maintain a diet, what to do if you start to get a muscle spasm, things like that. So um, on Saturdays we do training camp. So
1: nice. And for the people out there, can we get the name of the website? The email. Oh yes,
0: yeah, uh, mm-hmm. um, my email is cutiefitness one at gmail.com and on Instagram I'm bodied by Tracy and Facebook is cutie
1: fit there you go well once again janice McNeil, definitely appreciate us reconnecting and giving out this good information um trying to build that health equity as i like to call it to all the followers out there um i know you're gonna continue to do great things and grow your brand i'll help the best way i can Um, but you're definitely doing a service to everyone because Everything that we were taught it comes to being health conscious or even exercise probably wasn't the, probably wasn't as best or as renowned as it as it can be. But people like you are making a difference every day, so definitely appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. I definitely enjoyed our conversation. I love what you're doing with your podcast, bringing a lot of awareness, a lot of different things that you know we all need to be talking about, honestly. And so I'm glad. Glad to be here. Glad to be able to share
1: the information, share my passion with everyone. So all my listeners out there, until next time on another episode of the message is moving. Where we break generation curses every day. It's moving. moving. This message is moving. It's moving.